play a really good football team. Um, Got to make sure that we have a really, really good week. Started this morning with our meetings, getting to know this team. Um, it, it's they're, they're very, very good. It's it's uh, an impressive roster. Uh, really, players uh, up and down the roster, offense, defense, special teams, very well coached. Uh, know a lot of their coaches. I uh, know what they're about. Um, so they, they play good football. So, like most weeks, uh, to go on the road and, and and try and find a win versus a really good football team, you got to make sure that you do all those things that we talk about and going on the road, taking care of the football, playing sound, playing complimentary, all those things. So uh, really today is about getting to know uh, Buffalo and then getting out in the field and, and getting some work done. So with that, I'll take any questions. Kevin, the, uh, the snowstorm that's getting ready to hit uh, Buffalo, could that impact like when you guys go down there and then other other contingencies you're looking at that could impact the way you prepare for the I'm game? I'm sure it could. Uh, I'm sure some people are having some conversations about that. I'm not in that circle right now. They'll fill me in, you know, need to know. Uh, but for us, we just have to focus on our preparation. And if something changes, we'll tell the players, we'll tell you guys. You know if there's a chance they would move the game to another, to a uh, neutral location? I have no idea. Now, I've been part of neutral location games. You guys can do your homework on that one. You said that you can't control the weather, so you just have to deal with it. You think you dealt with it well in South uh, Florida? Right. To, <laughs> I still feel that way this week. You know, speaking of the weather, we'll deal with it. Uh, yeah, I mean, does that weather affect you? Yes. Is it an excuse? No. I mean, every team that goes down there has to uh, deal with that. There are certain things that you can do, Tony, from uh, hydration and uh, messaging and, and things that we did to try to uh, address those things. Um, you do that each week, but uh, it's not an excuse. Early in the game, as early as the second quarter, that guys were winded and lethargic. Did you see it that way? Yeah, I mean, it's hard because I don't want to. I don't want to dispute that it was hot, <laughs> but every team that goes down there and plays Miami, uh, you're in the sun for the first half. That's how their stadium is designed. So you're going to be. Uh, hot and that's why we tried to rotate as many guys as we did um, but again it's part of the elements of football it's an outdoor game it's it's what we have to deal with are you going to give Deshaun first team reps this week yeah obviously as you guys know Deshaun can practice today uh, he was able to be part of the walkthrough for the first time this morning so I'm not going to get into the specifics of what reps he's getting what Jacoby's getting what Josh Dobbs is getting uh, we really don't do that for any of the guys but it's going to be good to have him out there at practice uh, with his teammates going to um, escalate as you get closer to him playing like more and more? Yeah, I, I'm not going to get into the specifics, but um, again, this is the next step for him and it's good to have him back out in the field. Kevin, uh, it's, it's one of the ones we ask the players questions yeah. and actually the Sean is a, a subject, so how do you keep that from, um, from being a distraction as you prepare for yeah, you know, we, we talked about it this morning, uh, Jeff. You know, he's eligible to practice with the team, but what's important is that we do everything we can to find a way to get a win versus Buffalo, and that's where the players' focus is. Off season, because Jacoby and uh, Deshaun were splitting reps in the preseason and all that. Did you have a plan for what the rep split would be like at this point in time, or did you just, as the season went on, say, okay? We're going to split it up. Yeah, I think, as you remember, Kimberly, that things were changing uh, in the moment there with uh, some of those details of suspension, those type of things. 
and then once you know the rules of the return to play, that's when we really accelerated the conversations on what it should look like when he's eligible to practice. So that's where we are now. What's going to be the challenge in balancing, you know, getting Jacoby ready to play because you got two huge games coming up, and then also getting Deshaun ready to play, uh, especially in light of the fact he hasn't played in, you know, two seasons now. Yeah, I think that was you know a big part of our off season and in the spring and in the summer getting uh, Deshaun reps. I think you bank those reps. I think he has a, a lot of reps that he can rely on and, and can watch the tape of him running plays that he'll be asked to run when it's time for him to play. Um, but the most important thing right now is, is getting ready for Buffalo and getting Jacoby ready to play. Got an unusual transition coming up at quarterback. How do you prevent it from being awkward? Yeah, I, I think you guys know the two parties at hand here. Uh, these are professionals. These are good people. They're friends. Um, and I think that's probably the most important thing. How do you find comfort and knowledge in a situation like this? And I know you don't want to get into details of the reps and whatnot, but how do you just find what you need to feel comfortable that this plan is right and it's going to work out how you want to to make both sides, both Jacoby and Watson, comfortable? Yeah, I don't. I think ultimately I don't know that there's a handbook. So for us, we're just with the information available to us, try to make good decisions for the team. Uh, again, Deshaun can come back to practice. That's the next step. So we'll get him out there and practice. But Jacoby's starting. You know, he's going to put everything he has in this game like he does each week. Uh, his preparation is not changing. My preparation with him is not changing. So um, it's just a matter of, of finding the, the right amount. And that's something that we just have to work through. Plans together this week, one for a snowball and one for semi-normal uh, conditions? I wouldn't say two separate game plans, but you're always, when weather is going to be a factor, as it might be, you're always thinking about having plays that you might turn to should it be a major factor. Jacoby played in a whiteout in this stadium in 2017, so he's used to it. Uh, Alex Van Pelt's on staff. He you know, played there for many years, so uh, the guys are, are prepared for if that's what it, it ends up being, but can't spend too much time uh, worrying about that. Just on the front end, just put together a plan uh, and ready to pivot in the moment if, if need be. Kevin, what do you remember about that week when the game against the Giants got moved to Detroit? Good job, Zach. Uh, yeah, that was, that was when the dome collapsed, uh, which was crazy. And I think for coaches and players, in any of those moments, you just deal with what's in front of you. Coaches and players, all we have to do is say, hey, go to this bus, get on this plane, you know, go to this meeting. We don't have to do all the work that goes into it from the logistics standpoint. So uh, we're creatures of, of habit. We're creatures of listening to whoever tells us to go in whichever direction they want us to go in. And, you know, you want to play the game on this day, that day, you know, that's fine. Even going back uh, when I was with the Vikings in – I'm going to guess now, 2000, uh, call it 11, we had a game versus the Eagles that was uh, postponed until Tuesday night. It was supposed to be, I think, a Sunday night game. So, you know, like you dream about playing Tuesday night football. But I think for players, and, and, and particularly the players, they're, they're ready to adapt. That's what they do. Uh, and whatever comes our way, we'll be ready. But... I also know this, what's most important is practice in seven minutes. All drills are commonplace for getting ready to play in the rain. And just, is there anything you do to kind of prep for, and you know, having to carry yeah. you know, a ball in snow? Yeah, I, I think those are kind of things you, you definitely work on. Um, 
you know, with the quarterbacks, some quarterbacks don't love the wet ball drill because it's a heavier ball that puts some stress on your shoulders. Uh, Jacoby, uh, I think he'll be just fine. And, and the rest of the guys, if, if you get into weather games, it, it just becomes another, it's one more uh, emphasis on your technique is really what it is. Kevin, I know you don't rule anybody in or out on, on a Wednesday, but getting JOK back today in practice and David obviously out still, but what do you need to see out of those two guys in particular to to feel good about them for Sunday? Yeah, I think with those guys in particular, but with anybody, they just got to keep progressing. I think both those guys are progressing. They're, they're uh, I'm, I'm hopeful on, on both of them. Um, JOK is going to practice today. David's not, like you mentioned, but uh, I, I think if they keep responding to treatment, keep responding to the rest, uh, I'm hopeful on them. Teller is available to practice. Yes. Have you have you done any homework on the 2007 game in the Browns Bills the the snow game here? I have not. Fill me in. I, Trent Edwards threw the ball 33 times. Zeros. That's all you have to know. Eight <laughs> times. How many times? 33 times he threw it. Yeah, you know it's it's interesting because you go into each one of these games and weather's a factor. Our stadium's on the lake. Buffalo's is, you know, it's lake effect snow we're talking about. So it's one more element that you have to deal with. Uh, I know this. They played in a very windy game uh, versus New England, and they threw it 30-plus times. So it's hard to, even with the conditions, say that the game's going to go one specific way. In that game, Phil Dawson kicked two field goals <clears> in the snow, and Cade, I mean, I don't know if he has a lot of experience in that. Is that something that you take into account? I mean, you know. You can't really practice that. Yeah, it's hard to practice. Um, we got the cryo chamber. Um, yeah, I, I think th those are day of the game things that you got to get really good reps in pre-game warm-up. Growing up in uh, Philly, did you, did you ever play in snow game? Uh, you know where the snow was real heavy and everything. Played in some cold games in college. Uh, Ithaca, New York, is not real warm late in the year. Uh, you know. I think we mentioned the other day I was part of the minus six playoff game versus the Seahawks. That was cold. So it's not going to be cold. Uh, but I, I think, again, it's another element that you deal It's another, another variable, better word, uh, that you just deal with. And, and we'll see if, if this is, you know, we'll see if this is something that requires a lot of attention. It may also require no attention. The weatherman's sometimes wrong. Kevin, look at back to Sunday. Um, you guys weren't able to get as much pressure on Tua as I know you had hoped. Um, it's, it felt like their tackles did a nice job of running your ends a little deeper. Um, what can you do to fix that inside to get either your defensive tackles to to win their matchup or, or bring some pressure from there? Yeah, I think it's it's probably multi-faceted to, to, to answer that, Tom, because you also got to you need to get into third and longer situations to really pin your ears back and rush. And, you know, we didn't do that enough in terms of first and 10 defense is as important to set yourself up to get in those positions. But then specifically to the offensive line, uh, teams are going to give our ends attention. Um, there are things that we've done and things that we'll always continue to do to try to uh, take that attention uh, off of them. But teams are... Uh, as you, as we all know, are determined to get the ball out quickly versus us, uh, and that informs us in how we rush and informs us in how we cover. Uh, and didn't, but we just ultimately didn't have enough true rush opportunities. I tell you in that game. What, what is last one? Josh Allen. You know, what's the unique challenge that he presents that you really have to prepare your defense for with him? Yeah, I mean, he's uh, he's a great, great player. Um, he's a 
huge percentage of their offense, whether it's the pass game, the design quarterback runs, or the off-schedule plays, which he's unbelievable at. And that's those are really, really difficult to, to defend. He has really good players on, on the outside. He's got a good offensive line to protect him. But when he wants to buy time, and, and he's a huge threat to run as, as a big body that can uh, – he's hard to get on the ground. Um, and then he's a huge threat to keep the play alive and, and survey the field for – what feels like forever, um, and then find Stefan Diggs. Uh, you know they have a great rapport. Uh, you know I know Stefan well. He's one of the most competitive players I've ever been around. He's so, super talented. Can track the deep ball. Strong hands. Uh, so you just have really impressive weapons on his perimeter that these plays go on for you know a while. So you you have to be ready for that. That's really hard to uh, mimic in a in a practice setting, but in game. You know, you talk about playing through the echo, the whistle. It, it's th those plays are they take some time. You really until he's down on the ground, or until it's an incomplete pass, or until you've, you know, heard that whistle. The play is never over with him. All right, thanks, guys. And there you have it, Kevin Stefanski. Uh, the press conference brought to you by Nissan of North Homestead and I ninety Nissan in Sheffield Village. Shop online at bignissan.com. Jeff, uh, they talked a little bit about the weather. Sean McDermott also talked about the weather uh, in his press conference. We're going to hear some of that coming up here in a second. And uh, I also have this Twitter story i got to tell you about. It's crazy. I can't wait. Crazy. Basket of Phelps, 216-578-0092. Uh, we just listened to Kevin Stefanski's press conference, which, by the way, uh, all of our press conferences are brought to you by Nissan of North Homestead, 990 Nissan in Sheffield Village. Shop online at bignissan.com. So we were just talking about the potential of this game being moved or yeah, moved to another site. Yeah. Because Buffalo has a game on Thursday night next week. Having so. issues. So quickly we were just kind of looking at, you know, what would be Thanksgiving night. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, yeah. what is the threshold for trying to move a game? And, you know, I just found a story that talks about all the games that have been moved that there really aren't that many. There really aren't. From a football from a snow standpoint? Well, here, or, I'll just tell you. No, I mean, outside, a lot of them have been hurricane. So, 89. Which, which we get. You know yeah. I mean? So, let me just fly through these. It's not very long. In 89, the Niners and Patriots had their game moved because of an earthquake. Remember that? In 89? that went, that, But that just went from San Francisco over to Stanford. So, that wasn't very far at all. In 92, the Patriots and Miami, Hurricane Andrew. In 2003, the Chargers and Miami Dolphins. Um, I don't know if you remember this one. The Cedar Fire. And the Chargers-Dolphins Monday night game was relocated to Sun Devil Stadium, so not another big one. 04, Titans-Miami, that was a hurricane. Um, 05, Saints-Giants, Chiefs-Miami, Hurricane Katrina. Wow. Uh, 08, Houston-Baltimore, um, Houston-Cincinnati, Hurricane Ike in that one. 2010, the Vikings, we talked about this today, right? They were talking about this thing. Uh, Vikings-Giants, Vikings-Bears because of the – um, roof that collapsed and that got moved to Ford Field. So, coach talked about that. In 17, Hurricane uh, Cowboys, Dolphins, and uh, 2021, Cardinals, Saints, Saints, Packers, and that was because of Hurricane Ida. Confused. You are? I haven't heard snow yet. I didn't say snow. Okay. So, really, it's it's been hurricanes, a fire, and an earthquake. So I haven't heard snow yet. Well, I mean, it, yes, it was. I mean, the the, the roof collapsed Minnesota because of the snow, snow. Right. But if the roof didn't collapse, they're playing. It's a good thing they didn't play. What if the roof, roof would have collapsed while they were playing? That would have been well, bad. Well, it would have been an issue. 
yeah, that would have been bad. So it, both coaches today talked about the potential of weather and how weather could uh, affect this. Let's give you Kevin Stefanski first. This is what Kevin said. Kevin, the uh, the snowstorm that's getting ready to hit uh, Buffalo, could that impact like when you guys go down there? And then are there other contingencies you're looking at that could impact the way you prepare for the I'm game? sure it could. Uh, I'm sure some people are having some conversations about that. I'm not in that circle right now. They'll fill me in, you know, need to know. Uh, but for us, we just have to focus on our preparation. And if something changes, we'll tell the players, we'll tell you guys. Do you know if there's a chance they would move the game to another, to a uh, neutral location? I have no idea. Now, I've been part of neutral location games. You guys can do your homework on that one. Okay, so Kevin is not a part of the circle. So as a head coach of the Cleveland Browns, he's not a part of the circle. Oh, he hasn't, as, yeah, he hasn't been that, informed yet. Well, he's just not a part of the circle. Need to know basis. Uh, let's see if Sean McDermott, the head coach of the Buffalo Bills, is a part of the uh, – if he's in that circle. Let's see if he has any more information. Knowing what the forecast calls for and what concern do you have of getting people in back into this building given what the conditions might be for practice over the next couple of days? Uh, well, we'll see. I mean, I know our, our team uh, is, is uh, in communication with the NFL. Uh, they've been through it before. We've been through it before and handled it well. So full confidence in, in our team uh, that's working behind the scenes on that. And then the team has to, the football team has to get ready to play a game and, uh, and execute. So it's a good football team coming in here. How long of a setback is, is not being able to do individual stuff today? Or is it a setback? Yeah. Yeah. No, there's value to practice, and, and we're going to be in pads um, through individual because of that. And we'll get the you know sometimes you're throwing a little bit of a curveball, and, and you make the most of it, and that's what that's what we that's what we do. So we'll get out of it what we can, um, and the players have to be dialed into the walkthrough portion of it, and and uh, get those mental reps, and then we come back tomorrow and, and reset and see where we're at. Sean, given the potential for weather on Sunday, it looks like a large fight will be done, but how flexible do you have to be in your game plan? Because yeah. you know how it, how it is here, it could change. In a, how flexible do you have to be? Yeah, I mean, um, you just got to be on top of it. It adds you know, a little bit of another layer to, to the preparation. Um, um, so you just got to be flexible, got to be on top of it, and, and uh, we'll adjust if and, and when necessary. Yeah, kind of along those lines, Sean, I mean, I, I know the, the league is monitoring the situation. You referenced it. Um, as of yesterday, we reached out and had from, I think, three different sources that no plan to, like, change game time um, or uh, there's precedent for changing location, too. As you know, has that changed at all? Have you had any discussions as far as any of that is concerned, or is it like full speed ahead Sunday 1 p.m.? Yeah, again, that's Adam. That's uh, that's our team's been in communication on that end. I have no uh, updates for you on that. Um, uh, as far as I'm being told, everything is uh, heading towards normal game time, normal location. Um, but outside of that, I've been really focused on just game planning, getting the team ready. Okay, so they're both in the same circle, pretty right? much. But except for the fact that he said more about it. Yeah, he let us know that they've actually been talking to the NFL about it. That's Kevin's not in that circle. So, but I'm sure that the front office of the Browns would be, wouldn't they? Although, you know, they're not really game management on this one. They just need to go. They just play need to game. be told where to go play. Yeah. So, yeah. all right. So that's where we are with that. So you can kind of get a feel. I don't know. I think they'll try to steamroll this, and it, especially when you go back and Jeff and I know you seem like you were confused. But I didn't think it was that confusing, but. Um, to go through the games. I kept waiting. Snow? Yeah, there no, was no, no snow. Snow? No. 
hurricane. Snow? Other than the roof collapsing in Minnesota in, what, 2010? Because of snow. Because of snow. There's but never really been anything that's They haven't moved the game because game. of snow, from Correct. what we can tell. Correct. That's what you're looking at. And Detroit is open on Sunday if for some reason they see this. But then again, I don't know that we had the computers back then. Did we have these high-powered computers in 1992? Well, I, I, I guess for a hurricane they didn't. Maybe there was a, a Duluth against Pottsville games. Might have been moved back in the day. Dude, do you remember Pottsville, how good that team was? I don't know. You don't remember anything about it? I don't know. Is, is, are we making too much of a big I, deal I about the weather? I, I couldn't get to the stadium because of the snow. <laughs> That's a good point. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you very much. Was it Rocky or Bullwinkle that played for Pottsville? I can't remember. I don't, I don't. What do you think? I mean, Bullwinkle played for what's the matter you. That's for certain. Yeah, it didn't, but I thought he played high school ball at Pottsville. I don't know if he did. But I know uh, he played for what's the matter you. Oh, uh, golly. Only you would remember that. But then again, I'm sitting here talking about Rocky and Bullwinkle. Anyway, I, so are we making too much of a big deal about the weather? What do you think? Um, We can't tell yet, Andy. So I, I think everybody just kind of needs to be aware. You know, I... I there's not much more to say to about it. You know, this is Wednesday. Weather can change. Probably won't. They're probably on the money with this. That should be a promo. 92.3 The Fan. Weather can change. Probably won't. From the 24-hour 92.3 The Fan Weather Center, Jeff Phelps. Okay. You feel good about that? I mean, let's, let's be 100% honest. We have all been through this more times than we can count living in Northeast Ohio, where all of a sudden you were being told you're going to have a boatload of snow or that tropical storm Nicole is going to drop, what was it, four inches of rain or something like that that we were told at one point. Then reality hits and the storm backs off or it moves a different direction or the wind blows a different way or something like that happens and instead of getting three feet of snow, you get six inches. So I think it's just one of those keep posted what's taking place here and update your fantasy rosters as you go and hope for the best. Yep, there you I mean, go. That's, that's all you can that's do. Good living right there. Yeah, I mean, that's it. That's it on this. I mean, it, look, it's going to be a neutral field no matter what. You know, if they're not, if they didn't move Bart Starr and Ray Nitschke and Ryder Starbuck and the ice ball, they're not Stomp, moving anything. Starbuck didn't play in that. You get the idea. You get, you get where I'm going. I'm just, I'm curious if anybody cares. Like, uh, if anybody cares that weather could be a factor, I, I love it. I love it. I the only thing better than snow would be snow and mud. Snow and mud. Now that's how about a little rain, some sleet, man. Let's have the mailman game. The mailman can deliver. Mail women, letter carriers, they deliver all the time, right? They don't care. I'm telling you, that's why it would make this game great. Actually, I think they do. They do what? Care. Yeah. No, but I'm saying, do fans care? I think fans want to see this in the and Jeff wants perfect. Well, you want to no, I don't want perfect, Andy. Don't put words in my mouth. I just prefer not to watch what you want to see. And that's okay. And you're allowed to like what you like, and I'm allowed to like what I like. That is true. That is true. 216-578-0092. All right, other things that we got from the uh Kevin Stefanski press conference today. Uh, you know, Wyatt Teller uh practicing again. That's good. Sean Watson. Uh, returned to practice today for the first time since his suspension. He's still in that 11-game suspension and won't be back until the uh, Texans game. 
So I'm really that's I don't that was about it from today, right? What else did we learn? Kevin was not terribly insightful today. How's that? And that would make I hear chuckling on my right. <laughs> Jeff, when was the last time Kevin Stefanski was terribly insightful? Maybe when he was on our show, just with us. When he was. was that, a year I and a half ago? he was ago? good with us. He was great with us. Yeah, maybe you should just do our show and forget about the press conferences. We seem to get more well, information. let's tell him. You want to? Yep. All right, can we get a message over there? Then there's always Coach Kevin. Coach Kevin, are you concerned about the weather? Weather is a part of the sport that we play, and we've sat down with the local weather authorities to figure out exactly with Doppler 358 billion which direction the storm will go. And we know that we cannot control the weather inside of our four walls. Are you concerned about having so many young players that have never played in snow or adverse conditions? Andy, with youth comes experience, Ah. and these guys will not be able to truly experience what the snow is going to do to our game plan until we get them out there. And while I do trust uh, what Stump and Coach O'Shea and AVP and Coach Woods will be able to put together as a game plan for our guys to go out and execute, in between time, they will just have to hone their craft. And when we get there, we will have to make the best of what we have. Good answer. Good answer. I, I do have one question. And Jeff I, Phelps I, finally asked Coach no, Kevin a question. It's, it's few and far between. Yeah, I know. What are you going to do with getting the guys out on the grass if you can't see the grass? Yeah. <sighs> Jeff will have an approximation of grass. Uh, we'll do the best we can with what's been put out in front of us. There, there will be shovels involved in making sure that the grass will be seen and the footing will be together for our guys to execute their craft. I was, I was kind of hoping he was going to say they were going to paint the snow green. So Andy, that's the same effect. That's terrible for the environment. Not to mention, while we have a wonderful partnership with a local paint company. And we do appreciate everything that they have brought into the Cleveland Browns organization. Painting the grass would upset our grass companies and the guys who put in a lot of work to make sure our grass is up to stand. There you go. Doesn't get any better. That is the finest information you'll get in Northeast Ohio.